I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. The GA Hour is sponsored by Paddy Power. Money back as a free bet on any championship match on live TV. If you're losing first goal scorer, bet gets a goal. I'm not finished yet. It took me a long time to get here. Both parents have, have spoken with each other and uh, um, they regret what happened. They've had a frank discussion with each other and they're, they're both of them are keen to, to now focus on getting back to their county jerseys. That these fellas will get such a f***ing shit shock next Saturday evening that we'll put them back in their f***ing houses for f***ing years. Bernard, welcome to the show. Thanks, Willie. How are you? You did Ryan Tuberty and me. So, like, I mean, I don't know how to read into that. You I went to the, the <laughs> levels of media uh, in Ireland. So. Media grades. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, come here. You did a great piece with Kieran Shannon in The Examiner. It came out yesterday and um, I was reading it. And you said that you you, did, you couldn't write a message to the, the players group to tell them that you're leaving. So you left you left them a video. Yeah. What did you say? Um. Hello guys. <laughs> yeah, um, basic enough. No, no, I, I, I was, I was. It was probably the only emotional bit of the whole lot. I had everything planned and ready, and obviously for the last number of years, not knowing when I was going to finish or half known, and then the injury probably gave me the energy to to go again for another year. That I didn't want to finish limping out with a cruciate, but so I knew that I had my timelines all the way along, and I'm quite organised. And the one thing I hadn't prepared for was uh, leaving the WhatsApp group. It was just the week, the, the the day of the announcement. I was kind of saying, God, I actually have to tell these first. Obviously, I'm not going to let them hear about it on social media. So um, I kind of got a bit emotional. I was actually traveling to, to London and uh, I was on my own the flight and on the red eye. And I was like, what am I going to say to these guys? I've like, this, like even in, I've been part of that group. I know since before WhatsApp was around, basically, I was saying that, saying that <laughs> with Tubbery, um And yeah, it's been a big part of my life. And uh, a lot of those lads have... have, have, have uh, fought with me for years and years so um, I just kind of said yeah thanks a million for everything As for me the journey the people are very important to me and the crack as you know from from um, our, our escapades over the years um, 
and yeah, the, 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 the medals are great and they're, they like they kind of mark as I said, mark a line in the sand that you yeah, we'll come back here in 10 years and we'll celebrate and we'll dine on it and that's great but for me it's the friends you make, the crack, the the, the banter and uh, so that that that's the big part for me in leaving the group so I just, just thank them all for, for the memories, for the for the, for the good times, for the bad times Um yeah, so I just kind of left a little note, tried to tell a couple of gags, but not that funny really, like, so um, just wanted to leave a note. So that was it, and then you left it immediately, you didn't wait to get all the adulation and Berno, I love you man, that or was any the, of this That's kind of why thing. someone said that to me, and that's where it came into my mind around the whole thing, and I'll tell you, I'll tell you the truth, what actually happened with the WhatsApp, I sent my, mess, my video message, I wrote my message, and I sent it from London, and I left the group, so it didn't actually send, so right. I just left the group. This is this is new info, oh. yeah. So I actually just I didn't want to go into it with Ryan on, on, on Friday night, and um, so I actually just left the group. All the lads are just looking, going, Bernard Brogan left. So for twenty four hours, this happened, and I got a couple of messages from the lads. You didn't know that this video hadn't gone hadn't through. Hadn't gone through, and I was talking to Mick McCauley the next day, and he's like, "Oh yeah, God, that was that's heavy going and stuff." And he's like, "What? Someone's talking about a, a, a video message. I must have said it to someone." And he goes, what made the video message you talking about? I said, the one I sent to the group. Do you not look at it? I said, jeez, Mick, you could at least watch the video I put up. Like. <laughs> so he said, no, nothing came in. So he had to send it to Mick, who sent it back into the group. So um, no, the question was, yeah, do you, do you wait when you send a message and wait for the, uh, the Oh, I'd cues? wait. Would you? Yeah, yeah, you would. Yeah, I have yeah, a friend yeah. who actually, if he told a joke at a party, he'd wait at the door and left the room. He'd wait at the door. <laughs> you know, that's a laugh. great character, that fella. <laughs> no, but no. come here, so you sent them a video and then you met with Jim. So Jim got the personal... Um, meeting the players got the message on the group why did Jim deserve the the one-on-one um well he's our, he's our whatever way you look at it he's he's the, he's the main man he's our the man who controls our destiny and has done for the last several years um and yeah I'm a bit of a romantic uh, in some ways and I've had lots of conversations with Jim over the years of good conversations and bad conversations around game time and where I'm at and should I go again and where, where does he see me playing, this type of stuff. And um, I just thought it was just a respect for him um, as much as at the end, yeah, I mightn't have got everything that I would have liked out of it, but I, I got a lot of value out of the year. I learned a lot. And um, But when you retire, you, you can't look at just what's in front of your face. You have to look at the whole the whole, the thing. whole thing. And um, I'm glad, really glad I did. I, I said it to him. I said, I'm just going to tell you, I'm, telling you, I'm grateful for, for the journey we've been on. Yes, we, would, we all want to get the fairy tale ending and come on and kick the winner, but sometimes that doesn't happen. Alan got it. <laughs> yeah. But, um, but he only got four minutes. It was weird. There was no sentiment with him at the end. And there was, the reason I ask you with Jim, because I don't know how you do it, like, because it's human nature. And I know the way I felt when I was dropped and I was on the other end of the scale, attitude was wrong. But it's just inside you, the disappointment and how you can hide that and how you can't resent Jim for that first All-Ireland. When you were favourites to win that, let's be honest, and yeah. most people would have thought it, that was your last, potentially, most people knew you were going to retire. If you're, yeah. you, I know you were kind of, you didn't want of to distract course, yeah. from the group or whatever. But you, you weren't, you, you had to go to the match in your civvies. Yeah, like, you, would, you, would, you would be only human if you went, well, I'm not going to meet him. You know, I'm going to text him like everybody else. Yeah, I think like the, the replay obviously gave me the opportunity, and I got a lot out of that and got back in. So that that took a lot of that pain away. Like, there's no question about it. Like, I was Jim retired me the first day. You know what I mean? And, and yeah. um and they went in. And they should could have could have, obviously when the game went the way it went, but and um, we were hot favourites and um and all, all, all going to get the job done. So I wouldn't have been there. I was in the stand. Um, that was a tough one. Um, and I good conversation with Jim before and kind of, yeah, I was kind of was very disappointed and upset that that, that was the way it was going to end for me um, and, and would you say that to him or would you actually get upset with him would you say this is lousy Jim like would that be a way you would say it or would you just say I think I'm going well like how would how would you show him you were upset 
I just had we would talk. He would have gave me a call, and I would have said I would have uh, told him exactly how I felt. Like I've, I don't, I'm not a big confrontational person. I don't really get too stuck into it. I believe as a footballer, you you just do your best, and if it's good enough, it's good enough. You know what I mean? And I don't, yeah. I don't like ever trying to talk somebody into playing. You know ah, mean? yeah, yeah. I like I prefer to say, right, he's on merit. He's there. Like having an argument with someone about not picking you, it's not going to change their fundamentally they don't believe that you're the man to do the job yeah. and I, well, but it's blowing off steam maybe I know so it is blowing off steam but <laughs> maybe I'm just kind of <laughs> I look at things and in reality from both sides I know he's got 25 lads or 24 lads to pick he's got a panel of 30 I, I understand the, the challenges it is and, and for me the most disappointing thing was that I wasn't in his mind the right man to get the job done yeah. so that was more upsetting for me that that was the case rather than not getting picked and having a fight with him you can do that you know what I mean and that's who benefits from that no one you just have a, have a rant my dad told me when he when he finished up and he obviously played in the 70s and he came back in in 82 and 83 and he he got he got uh, played um in full forward in 83 league and he got a hit with a box from an awfully full back he gave him a few words and um your man he woke up in hospital basically and uh, he heard nothing back from from hefo or the management team a couple of months later or a couple of weeks later they rang looking for the jersey and my dad held that for 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 since Still, Defo obviously passed away since. Never got the chance to tell him how he felt and that he was disappointed. And so he just said, just don't carry it. He says, I've carried something like that myself for a long time. And yeah. It's um, a cutthroat business, isn't it? Yeah, like it's that's it's a very difficult job. And in fairness to Jimmy, he'd always say in, in team meetings, because this year there was, set, there was a couple of big personalities that are going to have to be left behind each game, you know, and as much as me and O'Gara would be pushing on and trying to get in past other lads that are there. We didn't, we didn't push past many, but... Um, that would have been big calls as well, big scalps, big names, big like several alarms behind him. You know what I mean? So it was, there was, it was, it was a, I'm sure it was a difficult time for Jim to do that. Yeah. Was it was was O'Gara and me a bit easier than someone else? Maybe, but um, yeah, it was it was tough though. Does anyone sulk in there? Like you know, like getting on the 26 is so hard to get on it, and I just can't even understand the mentality of Bernard Brogan being delighted just to get on the 26. Do you know, like yeah. that's the way. How has he kept everybody happy? Like because he doesn't seem the warmest fella. I know he's standoffish from talking um, to the odd ex-player that might tell you anything. Like he's not trying to be your best friend in there. How does he keep people from not having a face on them? I think it's more the group that that does that. Right. I think um, the respect of the lads that are in the circle and, and fundamentally, like. If you come into the group with a sulk on you, like, and you're looking over at Jack McCaffrey and he's smiling, he's going to go, what's, what's wrong with you? Do you know what I mean? And they'll come talk to you. Do you know what I mean? They're, they're all genuine, really decent blokes. You know what I mean? And, and the management for me, obviously, they're, they're, the, they're the conduit to playing and they hold your destiny. But your motives and your attitude and your behaviours are led by the players around you. And they're the guys that drove me on, the guys that I tried to add value to, that I got a lot of energy from, as I said, to get into the team. When lads are asking for your opinions and your advice and different things like that, like that gave me a lot of energy over throughout the years. I said, like, yeah, five years ago, it would take me to hit the back of the net to get a bit of adulation, a bit of, bit of, yeah. bit of joy in the heart. But uh, now it was like a, a, a man you know, asking me kind of for a bit of advice or Conor Callahan or... These lads are coming to you and saying, how did you manoeuvre this or what way this? We have a look at me strike and this type of stuff. That's was giving me value. You know what I mean? Right. Maybe just when you're not playing, you need to find something. Find else. something else. Yeah. yeah. That's that's where I went too far. It. And um, just little words. Like, and it's mad. Like and when you when you think back about this, little things that people are saying to you and you kind of go, geez, that's, I, got, I got a lot of energy from that. You know what I mean? Young lads saying stuff to you. And like, I'm glad. Yeah. Am I a bit sad here that, that this you is hang on to anything? Yeah, yeah. That's basically you're trying, yeah. to hang, you're trying to hang on to something because all you want is the respect of that group it is a special group and and for me this year 
I was conscious that I was obviously getting older and there was a fight, that's this talk of five in a row and the last, like, the last thing I wanted at that group, especially whatever about anyone else, was to think that I was just hanging on for a five in a row or to be part of this, this, this just on the coattails and I was very clear anytime I spoke, especially early on the year, I was saying, this is, lads, just, presume he's noticed, but this is nothing to do with five in a row. This is a personal journey for me to try and help you get back up beside you and see, can I add value to this group? And if I can't, I'd be gone at the end of the league and blah, all this type of stuff. So I just want, like, I was very conscious of that. Um, and kind of, yeah, so that's maybe kind of why I probably overplayed it a bit. Um, you came on against Tyrone this year and uh, I was saying on the podcast, you were trying too hard. Jesus, I never saw you running around. You wanted, <laughs> you wanted every ball. It was like, you were just desperate to impress. It was like a trial when yeah. you're under 16. Did yeah. you feel, did you feel like that? Yeah, like I, I knew that that was my only game time, my only bit, of, my only chance. Um so yeah, basically it was like you're, you're a young guy going out again trying to try and impress and obviously the way I'm trying to press is trying to get lads on the ball and like I'm not trying to just kick everything over the bar like I maybe I did when I was younger but yeah, getting on balls, trying to link the play, trying to create opportunities, trying to show for, kick out, show for balls coming in. So just trying to, yeah, like I, I knew it 20 minutes so I t- six or seven touches that had to, had to work and um, yeah, felt felt that it was moving well Um and I was hoping that it was enough to kind of maybe get another bit of game time, but um, no. That was the thing. I think it was the Mayo uh, not making the twenty six in the May- for the Mayo game. Mm. That was probably a bigger kick in the arse maybe than the All Ireland final one because you'd come off the Tyrone game, you know, and you'd done yeah. all, you'd done fairly well on it. You looked lively to me, and I'm thinking, you know, he's getting back right at the right time. That was yeah. That I'm was sure that you was the one. Yeah, you know, that was exactly that was the one that kind of put the nail in the coffin for me in my head you know what I mean that yeah if I'm not even involved in this one like this is the one where actually they'll probably play man to man there'll probably be a chance for you to get on and get a bit of ball and take on a man you know what I mean that there's an opportunity to actually play football and for for my style of football so to not be involved or or to be thought about for that game that was that was one that was one that really hurt me Um, and yeah um, I let it let it known told the lads I I felt that I, I I Deserved, deserved a run. Felt like I was moving well, and that, um, yeah, I was very disappointed with with their call. Um, so yeah, that was that was the hard one for me, more, even more so than the than finals. Much of the final was, you kind of knew. Did, did you feel you had done enough to get from not in the twenty six to in the twenty six for the final? Like putting sentiment aside, did you did you think you had done enough in training from the Mayo game to the from final? the Mayo game to the final mm-hmm. to break in? Probably not. Right. Um, so in a, in, a, in a way, you could understand. You don't James. get that. You don't See, get I'm on the outside looking at I, it. I, and I, yeah. So that's what I was saying. Coming from the Tyrone game to the Mayo game, that's the one that really hurt me right. because I knew that Mayo to the final. It was never like you. You only play 15 minutes of football nowadays. Well, it's strategy and kickouts, and you get a few minutes of football, but you can't. I can't at 35 impress. do something impress the gym to change their mind in three weeks that they already they've seen me for a lifetime. Do you know what I mean? So. If I wasn't in last week, what what was I going to do in those couple of weeks to make them feel, oh yeah, he's our man now, you know what I mean? Yeah. I noticed Jim had said something to you before the replay and he said if if we need a point later on and it's close, that you're the man to do it for us. But I'm wondering how did that logic not apply to the first game? Yeah, that's... That was my exact argument. Um, that like and the whole reason I came back with Jim is that we're going to come, we're going to meet, we're going to go to war at some stage and I believe that a chance a play when the game is in the balance that's when I'll come for I didn't think I was going to play in the Leinster campaign I didn't think yeah, it wasn't yeah. for me I, be, yeah. I was there for one reason this year I said I'm a, I'm a 15 minute man what do I need to do to be, in to be there clutch game, in yeah. a clutch game in a clutch game that's why I'm back here yeah. and I wasn't in in there and maybe in the end that's when he, he had loads of lads had opportunities in the first game didn't get the job done he felt geez actually maybe I do have to go back to the all reliable and see if, if, if it comes down to it Um 
yeah, I, I, he's there for me as an option. Um, yeah. As much as you say, yeah, if I had been three, two points down when you put me on, would, would you not put me on when we were four points up? That's another, <laughs> it's another day's conversation. Well, that's it, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll swing over one or two. Yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, fair to say, I don't think you would have made the turnover Kevin Mack did on, on no, David Moore. No, I wouldn't chase back that hard. <laughs> no, definitely not. <laughs> you would have been waiting in around the square. But uh, we'll go back to the start because we all know that you were a late developer, right? And I remember your career going along and myself and Alan thinking, you know, he's not going to get, he's not going to get a chance here because... It was before the Leinster final against us and for all, of all games for you to spark into life, it was in mm. that game in 07 because you'd made your debut against me. You'd been on the panel a few years yep. and you weren't getting a look in and we'll talk about that in a minute but um, you came on against me, then you played against Offaly, wing forward and were taken off mm. and a big huge moment in your career I think was Pillar sticking with you for the Leinster mm. final because me looking at it thought you wouldn't make the Leinster final team. Yeah, you scored 1-1 one, one, obviously scored in that one, final. One, yeah and p- the, the, my ch- the challenge with I suppose the couple of the forwards, um, even Dotsie O'Callaghan, who's a, who's a lovely forward and, and would have toiled at me back in 05 and 06. Um, Pillar had his go-to, he had Alan and Keeney and he had Ray Cosgrove and these lads that had, had done so much for him and he was he was slow to make ch- make big changes. So I got in at wing forward, eventually got a chance. Um, I was moving well in club, I was mo- moving moving okay with the with the dubs, but yeah, I needed I needed a bit of energy from somewhere. Um yeah, and he just, in fairness, he did back me out. I played wing forward against Offaly. It was poor enough. Well, it was okay, but I didn't do, didn't make any any inroads. Um, and then it was that leash game, that goal that just kind of, probably for myself as much as for the team, or for, for, for Pillar to say, yeah, okay, I feel like I, I can actually, I'm meant to be here. Yeah, you did a dance in front of the hill that day, I actually, I actually specifically had, yeah. remember doing it. <laughs> <laughs> the physio had to come over to me and give me, like, I was so tired I had to pretend I was injured because I, I was so out of breath. <laughs> <laughs> but it was a, it was a good day. Scoring from the hill is, is is always nice. Yeah, because you went on that kicked you on, and I remember you got three from playoff to Moss O'Shea Then later on that year, mm. and it, it struck me that you were a real confidence player. You know that that is because the ability was always there. Now you were selfish. I'd mm. say you'll probably admit that yourself. You were you'd <laughs> Pat shoot. knocked that out of me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he did. He definitely yeah. did. But you, you probably a little bit selfish. Mm. Probably thought you needed to score too much, mm. and and probably when they weren't going over. You know, when you're shooting too much, then the confidence is low, yeah. and it was, you're doing it to yourself pretty much. Yeah, I, I probably very, very much am a, a confidence player, and I would have always said that when I played games and got scores, that's when I, when I, when I get momentum. Like 2010, when I actually had a great year, it was because I was playing football weekend. We went through the back door, and it was week after week, and yeah. there was like loads of opportunities, loads like, um, and that's when I got my confidence up, and I was getting getting a bit of momentum. Um, yeah, like definitely, like it's it's when, when you're inside forward and you're trying to. Impressed, and you always feel as if it's, it's down to you. And if I don't have two points beside three points on my name from play after this, at the end of this game, I won't be in the next day. So, yeah, but I'd even think that, and I wasn't a scoring forward 20 mm-hmm. minutes gone. Jeez, I haven't even got a score yet. I yeah. can only imagine what's going on yeah. inside your head after yeah. 20 minutes, exactly. Especially when after a couple of years of, of getting the scores, then it got worse again. You know what I mean? And that's probably coming into um, 16 and 17. Um, not getting the three or four or five points from play a game was 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 probably affecting me and as you said compounding my own worst enemy then and then I, I would go out the next day and I don't perform again because I'm worried about God I have to kick six points today and I have to make up for it so um, yeah I think you just need it's, it's a mindset thing um, and Pat in fairness helped me a lot helped me a lot with it and got got a good bit out of me um, in 2010 to try and bring other lads into the game and work harder yeah um, and they've not always been just about trying to get the score you know what I mean yeah so that, I think he probably saved you in a way in that instead of basing your basing playing well around scoring he based playing well against doing other things that mm. you could add to your game right and it's and it's yeah exactly and the byproduct of of that of 
bring lads into the game, working hard, tracking back. You look at Mannion now, like those those things. They take your mind off the, your natural scoring. Yeah. You eventually do get up there and get your chance to score. Like the more you bring people into a game, the more ball comes back to you. I mean, that's what I found in, in, in 2010, 11, 12, 13. That the harder I worked, the more opportunities I got. And that was because you're not thinking about, oh, now I have to get a ball, I'm going to run, I'm going to take one bounce, I'm going to take a shot. That wasn't my thought process for every play. It was like, right, I need to get on the ball, I need to bring something to me, run it off me, and then you just get in more ball. So, Well, that's the thing, and the other thing is, if you throw three off, your man thinks you're going to throw one yeah. off, and then your dummies work off, a lot yeah. better Your yeah, dummies exactly, work yeah. a lot better than they had been. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like if people knew and that I was always going to take a shot off, it's, you, you end up getting blocked because they, they just know they're going to come down on your right or left foot. So um, you're dead right, like if you can keep them guessing, do change your game for every, for every play and uh, it helps you. Yeah, I was reading it just in the Kieran Shannon piece. Um, you're talking about the one on one you missed with David Clark. I would have questioned my whole mindset. This is in 2012 and they obviously went ahead and you pegged them back, but not close enough. It would have questioned my whole mindset and ability to make clutch decisions and plays. I found that hard to believe considering what your player of the year you're scoring clutch points in all our finals only the year before mm. and you would be that hard on yourself over a one-on-one which can happen to anyone. Yeah, I just I just, like, I just, just kept on running through my head um, the scenario of I just didn't think that I was I was in the moment for it. I, I, I didn't execute the skill the way I would have liked to, liked to do it and I suppose, yeah, I would have put a lot of pressure on myself maybe as, as, as coming from player of the year. We just won our first All-Ireland coming in that, yeah, now we're on a momentum and I felt that I let the team down um, that he got a chance. Um, yeah, we were, we were pegging him back and he got exactly what he wanted. I always feel like I get a chance to, to, to make a difference and um, Dave Clark was a minute with, minute with us and had done a lot of work with so he knew he knew my game well and uh, um, Do you think that was it? Or you didn't, ah, you I didn't, didn't strike put I, it I, away I wanted or? to strike it low and like like I did against Leash and the ball rose and just caught the hand but um, it just it just stuck with me for some reason I couldn't get rid of me because I was saying why didn't I bounce a pass and I was true when I won I'd, I'd beaten um, Jer over the top so I'd probably four or five yards I could have ran around him he'd come off the ah, there's all sorts there's all sorts of things in your head it just that one that one just stuck with me that um, yeah maybe I'd, like the same in 2014 when I missed a couple of frees um, against Donegal took that fairly hard and that was kind of you started doubting yourself then as well um, you were thinking that standing over those frees this isn't going to go over in t- yeah in 2010 11 12 like I was just I was very confident I worked really hard in, in my training and t- to get into the, for the last five or six years before that I did a lot of practice I was striking the ball really well and I was very confident in 2010 Every ball inside forward, genuinely, I felt this has gone over the bar, left or side or right side, and um, I felt I got a good chance. And and just remember standing over one, the second one, like I missed the first one, and the second one, I was like, it was dif- this difficult kick on the left side, nearly out of forty yards. And I says, I don't know where, like, I'm not sure if I'm going to get this. You know what I mean, I just, I just remember saying that to my head, and sure, you've no chance when you're talking, your your yeah. self talk is talking about that. Kev Mack talks a lot about self talk, and, and and he uses it a lot, but um, yeah, and that that. That's it was just such a the, the Donegal set up and it was it's a low score and every score counts and the pressure and every score is so yeah, important yeah. and yeah, I just those maybe it's just because I felt part of I, I remember even thinking back to Ray Cosgrove and his kick against Armad at um in thousand two, it was a big kick and he Did he doubt that? I'm not sure that he doubt it, but he he was a confident guy, but he, he yeah. I just remember he did the, and I was coming into becoming a free taker, took freeze, and I remember, oh God, I'd hate to have that, that hanging over me, as in like, he got such a hard time from that, from the, the hill that he'd scored six goals into that summer, an amazing all-star summer, 
and yet they they, they carry that with them. So you're yeah. always worried about that as 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 a, as a free And we, you've got we know you've got a huge backroom team in Dublin. Would there be people there that you could talk to about these doubts or things that might pop into your head like that yeah, that would help you? Absolutely, or? yeah, yeah. Bernard Dawn would have done a lot of would have chatted to him a lot over the years, and we carry. What, he, what does he do? He's a world champion. No, no he man. is. But like, I mean, would you talk to him about d- doubts? Because I often think a life coach, okay, I, I slag enough now yeah. because when he started first, I was like, what the hell is a life? Yeah, yeah. I understand it a bit more now, but he's someone you would have talked to. Like, In the uh, early days, I would have now. He's he's with the, obviously the uh, the high performance boxers now and he's traveling a lot yeah. uh, around Europe and stuff with them. So he hasn't been around as much over the summer. But in the early days, I would have met him. Yeah, met him out in Parmas down a good bit um, and just ch- just chatted. Like sometimes it's good to just be at a, a lunch and a, and a chat with someone Um in the, clo- in the more recent times Gary Keegan's been in as a kind of a um, sports psychologist and kind of a, a mindset coach uh, and he's a powerful guy um, very very powerful and he was he's he's kind of given me a, moments of clarity throughout my throughout my career from talks he's done to group and, and myself as well and um, yeah and sometimes yeah you get out of those things what you put into them what you believe in them as well like if, you, if you're pessimistic on into them they're not, they don't change that and they just kind of get you to open up and maybe have a conversation and can there be a conduit between you and Jim or the management team potentially um, but yeah I think at times yeah they're there but yeah like did that change that I go and talk to them saying I missed those two scores helped me here I didn't really you know what I mean yeah. I kind of carried it because I suppose maybe that's the thing and if, if I would be wondering if doubts pop into your head about things how to stop that happening how can they change could they change your personality you know if that's yeah. if you're naturally hard on yourself yeah. I'm just thinking it would be very difficult to to stop that it is and, and in fairness to Kev Mack who's, who's been a great leader for us over the last number of years he went he was selling selling meat and chickens and he went into the sports psychology space and done a lot of visualisation work and positive self-talk and caption meditations with that and a lot of the stuff is understanding the bad talk and then putting it in a box and sending it off, you know what I mean? And just if you if you if you accept it, you can you can own it and and push on from it. So um yeah, it's 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 not easy. I think it, like it's it's not an easy solution to that when you do have a big moment that you feel you haven't performed, how do you actually get past it? Um it's not to say I didn't get up the next next year and try and do it do better and maybe yeah. carried into games but just you, you, were take, you were taking off the freeze pretty much then after that Donegal mm. game were you or was yeah, that just well, Dino's coming through and Dean's yeah. unbelievable the striker he's obviously able to kick 45s I wasn't able to do that my, my knee kind of never gave me an opportunity to to kick it when I did my cruise show when I was younger um, so I couldn't kick them so you need it like obviously Cluxon didn't kick 45s for, for the first early 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 years but Dean is a class act off with a dead ball yeah. um, were you were you relieved in a way that that was pressure was taken off you or were you a little yeah, bit like yeah I didn't, I didn't it's nice as a, as a striker as an inside forward to take frees it's nice to get you up and away off the mark I always loved an early 21 yard free after 10 minutes yeah. say, I'm, on the, I'm on the board now even yeah, if it's yeah. free as you say it's yourself mad, yeah, just as, as, as a forward you just like to get a ball you just like to get into a game and frees were nice like that for me but um, yeah like in, in in big big scenarios like I was never afraid to, to take the chance and, and go for the go for the gap and, and go for the big score but um, uh, Dino was just yeah he's just different standard of a free taker than me and we're lucky to have him you know yeah you don't know how you would have fared with the GPS coming across your path <laughs> <laughs> no, no come here you give Mossy uh, Quinn a bit of credit on his goal scoring technique and we know how he can stick them away but mm-hmm. um, he said they, you said he's probably the best striker of a ball of a goal I've seen he had the guile to pick a spot and side foot it and putting a bit of pace on it you mm. know what I mean and I, the hardest thing to do is to s- put a bit of pace on yeah. a side footer it's yeah. really difficult it's, technique I don't know how he actually does it yeah. and that's why I kind of mentioned or tried to explain it badly but 
yeah, he opens the foot and it's more with maybe the inside of the toe than the, the actual, the, the bottom, of, let's say the real side foot, but he, he is able to pick a spot and put pace on it. Like he's genuinely like, we would always like, obviously for years we, we, we were with Dublin together and we used to say we're only going, going for goals and training and stuff like that. Like we used to have great L crack, but um, yeah, I used to watch, analyse the way he did it. I couldn't replicate it like that, but I kind of took, he always went to the bottom corner. Like the thing about got striking for goals, a lot of my goals, if, if, if you've seen any of them were, Oh well, I tried to always go low and pass the keeper. It was the hardest place for a keeper to save, and it's not the glory one in the top corner. One or two of them in my day, but um, no one against Derry when yeah, you're, you're winning well at that stage. <laughs> came back off the back stanchion. Off the back stanchion, yeah, that was a nice one. Um, <laughs> that was showboating. Yeah. I don't think Jim was too. I wasn't really with looking. Though. I just kind of just took it <laughs> through the left leg at it. But but yeah, bottom corner make it hard for the keeper, and you you've higher percentage of getting the getting the, getting the score, and that's what kind of Mossy brought to the table. Uh, and even in his later years, he probably didn't get the game time he would have liked, but in training, he was always electric. And even with still going with the club, you know, I'd say that man's put uh, his numbers of goals, if you had them on record, um, for club and county would be would be staggering. Um, but yeah, he was, he was a classy act. Yeah, there's no doubt he definitely was. In, in a way, like, I mean, I suppose I was talking about your attitude when you, you weren't getting on the last couple of years. And maybe you learned from his attitude, maybe you learned from Alan's attitude in, you mm. know, when he took it the right way. Mm. You know, maybe that just one or two bigger names set yeah. the tone rather than maybe something Jim Gavin's doing. Would that be fair? Yeah, never thought of it like that. Yeah, but as I said there, Mossy had a, had a tough run. I remember he used to, he used to give our cornerbacks, let's say starting cornerbacks, he'd be on the, on the, on the B team, would have given them an awful tired time and getting scores, getting goals. And again, Alan, is in, in his his kind of his finishing year he was driving on he was obviously disappointed with the game time because he'd been moving so well and his attitude was so positive in training um, I just think it's the right way to it's the right way to act I think and, and I kind of learned a lesson from it in 2016 was it the first time I was dropped for the replay in the final when I was told early and it's, it's well I've said it loads of times before but um, when the group was looking at me and I, I knew I was dropped and I kind of said I'll just put a positive I'll put a positive face and I won't sulk they'll all be looking saying oh first time I've been dropped in 50 caps or whatever Were you expecting that to be dropped? Because none of the team played well the first day Dublin were very very poor I think mm. that first half was yeah. a bizarre half of football yeah. Yeah. so like are you you know the tradition in GEA is for the corner forward to suffer <laughs> yeah. even though like, I mean, were you expecting to be dropped that day? Um, like obviously I knew that I didn't didn't produce the goods the first day, but as you said, there's yeah, there's a number of people, and when you do, when you when you go into a replay, there has to be one or two changes. See again this year, and Mick McCauley um, says I'm a, I'm I'm make a good habit of being dropped for, for all our <laughs> and replays, like you know. And is he an easy person to pick? He kind of half knew he probably yeah, would he have been happy with his his first game, maybe not, but he actually probably didn't do too badly. But um, Kev Mack used to be like that too. If Dublin don't play yeah. well and he starts, he well, he's, Kev's gone yeah, the next. He's, he's first man out. Yeah, he's the first man. Yeah, no, but maybe it wasn't. Yeah, but probably was. I was kind of coming to that. You're stage worried about I was it. Worried maybe. about it because yeah. I was coming off the back of a couple of. Not, hadn't been my, my natural kind of killer instinct um, so I knew that the pressure was on me but um, I just said I'd deal with it the right way and, and look at the group with, with positivity and I kind of I heard off the back in that in that winter that lads had respected that and got a good bit of energy to see me like back in the group and even when I was dropped for the first time so that probably was the one thing that said right any time for the future now that's the way I'm going to act and, and hopefully the yeah, and I had to act like that a lot, unfortunately, in, in the end of it. <laughs> a little bit too, but it's almost like you came straight back to where you had started, though, isn't it? In a yeah. bizarre way, in, yeah. your, in your mind. And maybe you were able to deal with it better because... I've been through that. Like, kind were of you trip. thinking you weren't going to make it? You're looking at Alan flying and you're not able to break in. Are you thinking, look, I'll just spend a few years on a panel here? Or do you think, look, I'm too good for this? 
Yeah, if I hadn't have had Alan and um, the lads, the, the Sennins and the Barry Calls and these lads travelling from home and, and a car full, Declan Lally, good pals coming to Dublin training in the early days, would I have been around if I was... A, I probably wouldn't have been having Alan there and the, and the, the joy that he had out of it and the family was loving it and they were starting to get together and go to the games to, uh, and barbecues and it was just a real positive time and I just I really wanted to get out there with him and, 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 and do my bit and I'm sure Polly was the same after us um, but yeah like I felt like I had enough I felt like I was able to, I wasn't out of, my, out of place um, as much as yeah I needed to, to get in and get a chance but um I definitely felt like if I if I kept at it, if I if I worked hard, I knew I wasn't as naturally gifted as him. I knew I was going to have to work harder. I was off the back of a cruise, yeah. But I came back. I was stronger. I did things that that I, I was confident about. But I knew that I was going to have to do things a bit differently. And that's where I went away, kicked scores myself, and went down the backfield and said, "I need to be ten times more accurate than everyone else." That when I get a shot, right. has to go over, and that stood to me. How were you, were you naturally always accurate? Is that is that an awful lot of hard work? Um, I probably would have been okay. I probably would have been reasonably accurate um, as a youngster, but like I had, I worked a lot on it. Um, I would have worked a lot on my left foot. I would have worked a lot on my right foot, and I'm really more comfortable striking my left foot on the run than I am my right. I, I did an injury on my right. I was you. I was used injury as a chance to be better at something else. I remember I pulled my right groin, and I was coming back from that. And I, me and Ross I was only talking about Ross on Saturday night, and we were reminiscing of the good times. Ross McConnell would be one of your best pals, uh, and. He was saying, I remember when we were youngsters in 16, you'd pull your, your grind and we were going out kicking, we used to go out kicking ball. Or, um, Ross had ambitions to have played with Dublin with me, obviously. And he was, um, he was saying, he only kicked your left foot for about a month. And we were, I was catching balls behind the goal. I was a midfielder and you were pinging freeze and stuff like that with your left foot. And spending a month just kicking with your left foot, like that stands to you, you know what I mean? And that's yeah. why I always say to kids when, they, when people say, oh, I got injured and I'm really down, I say, well, use as an opportunity, you're still young, like, and, and be better at something else. So yeah. I went back from a cruciate put on about a stone of, of muscle I went to hit the gym and then I, 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 I was only small I took a bit of a growth spurt I kind of came back a different man than I was from the, from before the injury and that stood to me so I was trying to pass that one on Yeah. So what did you work on in the last two years? <laughs> you worked on being a better teammate maybe yeah, or giving I, off the like you just said giving off that advice and being like a mentor maybe Yeah basically genuinely because I, I, I knew I wasn't going to offer as much on the pitch I wasn't going to be given the opportunity when I met Jim I said you know, I'm a 15 minute man and that's what I'm going to try and get, get be like well, what do you need from a 15 minute man like what can I offer accuracy obviously we're doing that type of stuff and also adding to the group and, and, and been that so that's that's a role I took Yeah, um, did you, you didn't advise Khan to shave his head and look like a meaner individual this year or anything or who told him to do that he took that one on himself <laughs> now, and I think Mannion followed him then like so and then and then uh, Smalley followed him as well so now they're um, uh, Smalley was always a mean individual <laughs> he was always mean that's fair <laughs> But like the difference in Khan this year has been incredible. Like, I mean, we know he likes to take on his man, but this year he's just been a, like, just uh, taken it to a completely other level. Yeah, and maybe it's the hurling kind of, uh, the natural hurler in him that kind of gets the ball on the stick and likes to take on a man. That's obviously where he is bread and butter. Um, and and in, the, yeah, in football, he's just, he's just kind of kicked on a gear. He's he gotten much more solid. He, he did a lot of weights over the winter. Um, and he's looking, yeah, he's a class act and uh, he's, yeah, I, I, he actually, in the, the in between the, the, the final and the replay, I kind of took, I was kind of saying, what am I doing here? I, actually, there was, a, there, was a, there was a ball in, in one of the games before where I, I didn't take a shot on it, passed to the back post to O'Gara and it says, Con would have knocked that into the back of the net like and me five years ago that would have been back of the net and why am I waiting right. for someone for a hand pass trying to be the team player and I go that's it I'm done it's not It's not after getting me into the first final as I said the next Saturday after the after the final I went out and scored um, me and O'Gara went full forward line and Dean 
and we sc- I scored four points. So Gary got a couple and Dean got a couple, and uh, we just ran right for fifteen minutes. Who was the three in the full back line? <laughs> Can't remember now. I'm going to call them out. But I just I did. I said I'm doing what Con did. Every time I got yeah. the ball, I just took on the man. But how do you see? That's the that, but that's the weird thing. You go to a trial under sixteen. Like I used to play wing back. Um, your man might score four, but you score three from play. You are being noticed. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You have to do you things to, to get noticed. Yeah, Being yeah. a team player, it'll only get you noticed if you've been a selfish... Like, that yeah. would have got you noticed under Pat Gilroy because that's what he wanted from you. But yeah, that's it didn't not work gonna, for me. That's yeah. not going to get yeah. you into the 26 no. by being selfless, mm. I suppose, isn't and it? That's right, hard and the their t- own game is going to come out and I'm going to say to Jim and Jay and them, give me the ball, I'll, I'll be back to goal and I'll pop by the runners and I'll get a score in the loop or, but I'll, I'll bring the lads into it and, I was, and that's where I was going for most of the year and... That it wasn't working for me. It wasn't valued, as you say. So yeah. just that last week, and I said, I wish I had done it six weeks earlier. I said, That's the thing. I'm just going to go do what I always done, and it's taking a man on and kicking the ball over the bar or, or creating a goal opportunity with a one-two. Because when you think about it, I know hindsight is a great thing, but if they were seeing you in a clutch game coming on to get an important point, they have to see you kicking points, right? Yeah, yeah, they yeah. Can't, they, yeah, they're yeah, they're not bringing you yeah. on for that f- 10 yeah. minutes to throw the ball around, right? Yeah, yeah, 100%. So, you know? yeah, so that's see, you should have rang me, I should have rang you. You'd be my personal coach now for, for, for the club. We're in a relegation battle now at the weekend. You couldn't help us out. <laughs> Will you beat Sylvester's, no? Or you've in another we're, one we're, again? Yeah, we're in league. We, we got out of championship um, at the weekend. We beat, beat Sylvester's, so we're, we're, we stay in senior championship. We've, um, we still have to beat Temple Oak at the weekend. And then if we win that, we'll play off against Bridget. So All right, okay. Still in the dogs. I refuse to get plunk club talk into this I only have you for a, li- for a limited time come here another thing I thought was an interesting thing so in 2015 you scored 621 you almost won the golden boot you took no freeze and you still kind of thought God I'm bluffing my way through this and I thought that was interesting because you've been getting on the end of moves and a lot of your scores some of the time were on the end of a sweeping mm. move you have the patience to be the last man and you're able to finish it like was the, if you're not getting one out in front and turning and getting sc- I don't know like would you even count a, a palmed goal <laughs> um, it would be like half a goal yeah for you, half a goal yeah, as you say <laughs> if you don't create it yeah makers takers but um, no maybe it was just I think just the the, the, club, the big games like the finals the semi-finals um, that I would have kind of dealt with myself as in we've, we've, we've gotten some of the Leinster games that had some great scoring returns and Leinster campaigns and that year as well um, but yeah what's good players and uh, count themselves against the best you know what I mean and, and, the, and the big games like the semi-finals and finals and over the years there's been time times when I've done I've done, done okay but um, yeah when I question myself I kind of look back on the, the Kerry the, the Kerry games and, and, and big games in, 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 in semi-finals and finals and where, how did I get on then um, yeah and in general you did it you've played in so many big games you could make any case to say you didn't play well then or you know but yeah. in general you you were doing it for Dublin on the big day that must feel good and I think that's what you'd be remembered for as well especially you say you had a good connection with the hill and the hill there's no hiding place from the hill when you're down mm. right in front of them. They see what you're doing firsthand, you know. So if you have that connection, there's no bluffing them. Yeah, yeah, no, and uh, they've been very, very good to me, as I said. Um, well, you could bluff a few of them up there. <laughs> <laughs> Someone who's so far back, they don't know who, who's on the ball. But um, no, yeah, no, I've been very lucky in my time. And uh, as you said, I spent a lot of my, like my, I felt my greatest strength as a footballer was trying to be in the right place, at the right time. A lot of my scores were finishing a move where other people worked really hard, and I just got in the loop or something like that. And 
that's maybe why I was like, Jesus, it's it's that I'm just doing the easy bit, tipping over at the end. But then I kind of, as you said, yourself talk, trying to talk, so I say, no, you're you're getting to the right place, you're doing the right thing. Yeah, you're looking but at you, a team. It's a skill being patient like that and yeah. staying in there, right? Yeah, like you kind of look at other team, a, a different team, saying, well, he's not getting on that. You know what I mean, so maybe you actually are doing something right. So you're just trying to trying to find your angles and not be too hard on yourself. But um, yeah, it's 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 been a roller coaster. <laughs> yeah. over the last fifteen years, as you said. Tough to get in and tough coming out and I had some lovely time in the middle. Impossible to get in, really hard to get in, incredible middle and then a, a, a shorter, mm. you know, poor end. But like yeah. in, in, there was a spell from 2009 to 15 where like, I mean, it's you and the Gooch and it, like it's in the very top tier of Gaelic mm. footballers. So that must be, especially knowing where you came from. You know what I mean? Did you sit back and appreciate that and go, there's no way you could have imagined when you're in your third year of being a sub for Pillar that you're <laughs> going to be a player of the year, having not got yeah, into yeah. an All-Ireland and win seven all, seven All-Ireland. No, Jesus. definitely not. No, no. Um, yeah, no, it's been, and you don't really realise it probably until you look back and even just saying that there, yeah, it's still kind of, um, still not kind of even sinking in, but um, it's been, yeah, it's been an amazing journey. Um had some had some great days and uh, I think yeah I think every year I've learned and, and as much as you say it's been the last couple of years have been tough it's I, I, got, I, got, I got a lot over personally um, for, for different reasons um, I said oh, I've seven All-Irelands I never would have thought I would have got it when we first went at 28 and to win seven <laughs> it's frustrating it's outrageous yeah um, it really is seven that, All-Irelands yeah. like, some of those young lads will get ten like it's incredible like please they should yeah. they should yeah. please God um, says you <laughs> um, just quickly before you go like I mean you mentioned that you're not confrontational and like I mean we mentioned the Gooch and his kind of way of playing and you you never got involved in anything on the field mm-hmm. like and I can only imagine what you had to listen to down <laughs> through the years like you know is that just your non-confrontational personality not I'm not interested in this and concentrating yeah. it must be hard sometimes like you're being surrounded by players you miss a shot you're being goaded I think you if you react to it and I'm nice I made a decision very early in my career to to not react to it and to look past and 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 to reflect reflect what people are looking at me. So a Neil McGee or someone trying to have a have a go of you. If you just look past it, if you don't engage with it, if you don't give give energy to to it, they eventually stop. Right, and, and that's what I did early in your career. And I know Alan had some tough times with with Tyrone's and stuff. And Conor Gormley, yeah, Conor Gormley and 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 a few of the lads. Um, if I was lucky enough maybe yeah for whatever reason I just kind of I didn't engage with it And would you I, see them stopping in that actual game or would you see them just coming back the next day going just not starting it at all yeah you, and during the game like, during yeah, the game yeah there'd be times when someone will have, try and have a go with you and pinch you and melt with you and if you look past them and stick the next ball over the bar it's done, that, that shuts them up quick enough <laughs> yeah no, it probably does <laughs> well Kavir we mentioned that you won Footballer of the Year 2010 7 All-Irelands Four All Stars, five National Leagues, thirteen Leinsters, Jesus, and you captained Ireland International Rules. So, like, I mean, it's an incredible um, career. As you mentioned, it's not about all that. Still, nice to have them all yeah, the same. It's not all about that. You talked about the journey. I'll just finish with you for about something. Uh, with something Jack McCaffrey said about you, which probably sums you up um, better than all those awards. He says, "Just to see the kind of teammate he's been, the kind of friend he's been. It's amazing. He has twins. He's married. He works in business. He's a very different stage of his life than I would be." but he takes the time with everybody from the youngest member of the panel to the oldest he's just a fantastic man wow. nearly bring a tear to your eye that wouldn't it that's emotional yeah. <laughs> Jack is a he's, a, he's a he's a good guy but that's he's just everything guy. you said and, and the role you spent the last two years doing you probably won't even be able to quantify what that what those younger lads how they appreciated that so that's yeah, you know hopefully, yeah. Hopefully, yeah okay no, just have right. to get, get a few of them on the show here to tell me about how much they appreciate <laughs> it I will <laughs> when you retire right <laughs> fair enough thanks very much thanks for coming in pleasure 
The GA Hour is sponsored by Paddy Power. Money back as a free bet on any championship match on live TV. If you're losing first goal scorer, bet gets a goal. I'm not finished yet, it took me a long time to get here. Both players have, have spoken with each other and, uh, and they regret what happened. They've had a frank discussion with each other and they're, they're both of them are keen to, to now focus on getting back to their county jerseys. That these fellas will get such a f***ing shit shock next Saturday evening that we'll put them back in their f***ing houses for f***ing 10 years. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.